and welcome to the Candidly Speaking Podcast. I am your host, Carrie Lippert Gillespie, and I am joined by my co-host, Brianna Butler. Hi. How's it going? Good. We're trying something new today, so it's going to be a little weird for me because you're not in the room with me. I know. Okay, so you guys, so full disclosure, we I have found some software that allows me to record like remotely because I've, as you guys know, I've had some guests on lately that are, you know, mostly they've been my friends from Charlotte and I'm in Wisconsin, so that hasn't worked. So I wanted to find a way to record remotely. I finally found a software and Bree and I live about 25 minutes from each other. And so we decided to do it. Normally I go to her house, but I have a family dinner tonight. My husband's back in town, which I'm excited about. And we're going to have dinner with with my family. So I wanted to cut down on the travel. So we were like, let's just try this out. So here we are. We can't see each other, but we can hear each other. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, who is Charlie going to jump on? I know, right? (laughs) That's so true. This does cut into my scene Rosie time, which I don't like. That's true. I know. She's going to be so sad. I know. I really do like coming there and I like seeing you and Brett, of course, because I love Brett too. So, yeah, he's okay. (laughs) So, we're just trying it on for size, but I think that we'll still probably do most of our stuff in person. So, well, let's get right into the Bachelor talk because we have, we didn't pod last week. We both just had busy weeks and it kind of got away from us, which Mm -hmm. is okay. Um, so we have a lot of Bachelor stuff to catch up on. Then we have some other topics to talk about, some related to Bachelor Nation and some outside of Bachelor Nation. So let's get right into the BIP thoughts. And so we're going to recap the last two weeks because we missed that week. So we talked about the wedding. We did a big pod where we talked about the gooses, the goose and crystal in their wedding. Mm-hmm. And the next day we see that Angela comes to paradise, which of course the plot thickens between the you know kind of triangle of Angela clay and nicole what are your thoughts about angela being in paradise um so i thought it was interesting that she kept using the argument well clay's here and he's allowed to be here so why shouldn't i be allowed to come and i think that it's a totally different scenario because clearly she came there knowing that he was already there and from her actions right off the bat. I mean, you could tell even from their conversation at the wedding that she was not happy with how things had ended. So I think it was kind of, it was an unusual choice for her to come. I think if I were in her shoes, I would not want to walk onto that beach. Yeah, I'm totally like, I agree 100% with you. There's nothing wrong with him. Him, I mean, technically she's right. He's there and she has a every right to be wherever she wants. But they were together for eight months. They were really serious. They talked about moving in together. They talked about having kids. And so I think, I mean, they just broke up, I think, three months ago. So it's still pretty fresh. And like to see someone that you, you know, had those that kind of deep relationship with, to watch them form a relationship with someone else right in front of you is not something that I would pick to do. (laughs) I just feel like that's not a healthy situation where if she were coming there to truly fall in love, that's not the right scenario to be able to do that. To me, it seemed very vindictive. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Someone else that came into this show is Haley, one of the twins. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit. You said she looked um, sad without her sister. Yeah. I liked hers has been my favorite in the intro sequence, though, where they all do the corny, stupid stuff. Like, I love how she pops out from behind the surfboard and looks for her sister and her sister's not there. I think that's pretty clever. 
I know. I do think that's funny. And I, uh, I don't, the twins are kind of just whatever to me. I think it, she has a right to come and whatever. And, but I, was, I don't know her whole thing. She got really emotional when she felt like JPJ kind of, um, strung her along per se, gave her his rose, but he really was more into Tasha, and she got really emotional. Yeah. She just seemed sad the whole time, like the whole time yeah. she was there. And I couldn't believe she's only 26. Cause it seems like she's been in the franchise for so long, but I guess they, they must've been one of the younger, I say they, meaning the twins, um, must have been younger when they were on Nick's season because they were on Nick's. They were right? on Ben's season, weren't oh, they? they were, were they on Ben's? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because yeah, I remember see, them with like Olivia Caridi. A billion years ago. So I know. The fact that she's only 26, I'm like, because when, you know, then they have their age next to the name, that's the only way I'm like, holy cow. But yeah. Yeah, so she when she got emotional and she said to Blake, she asked Blake why men torment women and Blake's just sitting there like and all of America is just like probably laughing their asses off and because it's Blake and we know what he's been through and what he's done. Yeah, Blake's not exactly an expert on well, maybe he is because he is a man that torments women. So the fact that Haley asked him that, maybe maybe he was the best person to ask. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think about Matt and Luke S? Um, I was surprised to see Luke S there because I didn't think he was, and we'll talk more about his exit later on, but I don't think he's a very dynamic character and I don't know that he brings a lot to the table. Matt Donald, I think is, you can work with him. He seems to have a little more personality. He was so awkward. His whole thing with Sydney not being able to like kiss her yeah. was really weird. And I want to ask you about what you think of some of the cheesiness of the editing they've been doing you know what I mean like how they were really cheesy with Matt's kiss and like once they kissed they they had like the firework you know music and all this other stuff do you remember that yeah I I okay so I love corny stuff like that and as somebody that like edits video you know not so much anymore but like in a, my job like that yeah. kind of stuff is so much fun to do so for me I yeah. thought it was really funny and I like what I like about Bachelor in Paradise is they don't take it as seriously as they do the rest of the franchise, like Bachelor and oh, Bachelorette. for sure. For so, sure. Um, I thought it was... Ah, I have a cat attacking me because she thinks I'm talking about myself. There you go, myself. you guys. We still got it in. We still got a cat cat appearance. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I thought it was funny. Was it a little over the top? Probably, but I don't know. Yeah. I can see... Okay, from your point of view, I can see how you would like it. And I do agree that this show is not as... Uh, they don't take it as seriously as Bachelor or Bachelorette. This is a show where they can have more fun with it. So I, I guess I you're convincing me, I guess. At oh, first okay. I was like, I thought it was just way too cheesy. And- yeah, I mean, it was definitely pushing the envelope a little bit. But yeah. I think they could pull it off just because the rest of the date was so uncomfortable and weird. It, it kind of made the whole like date a little bit more, it redeemed it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise but, I don't oh my know gosh, how that. That guy needs what? to stop talking about his mom. Oh my gosh, how weird was that? He mentioned his mom so many times. It's like, dude, stop. <laughs> I mean, it's great that he loves his mom. I'm all for that. But it was like every single conversation, he's like, oh, what would my mom think? What would my mom think? And I'm like, I know. How old are you? And does she understand? Like, I'm sure she knows what show you were going on. Yeah. 
So I just thought that was weird. I was like, quit quit talking about your mom and just kiss Sydney already. But I feel like Sydney also made it kind of awkward. Yeah, probably. She probably didn't do any favors. I I have a theory about Sydney. I think that I like Sydney a lot. I think she's way too normal and like... Yeah, I like her too a lot. Yeah, she's just like, she's so... I've heard her talk on some podcasts and stuff since um, her time on Colton season and... Right, Colton season, yeah. And she just seems way too like normal and low key. She's very low key all the time and like really normal. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not the... um, norm for this show so yeah those kind of people tend to like fade into the background just because they it's built on people who have the like the jpj the loud personality and you know even like Haley and taisha who can like i don't know they have some pizzazz to them and i don't know yeah i know what you mean what did you think about derek and i also want to know overall for this season of the VIP, did your opinion of Derek change one way up or down and why? It definitely changed for the better. I did not I think, think very did. highly of Derek after um I well, I wasn't a huge fan of Taylor and like that whole relationship last season and Derek to me just seemed kind of immature and I feel like I don't know if it was that relationship or the breakup he went through or whatever, but I feel like he matured a lot in that time. And he has mm-hmm. been like totally a, like a stand-up guy this season with everything with Demi and then how he handled JPJ. And I was really impressed with him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I He was really like kind of a non-factor for me in all the other shows he was in. I forgot who – was he in JoJo's season, I think? Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of a non-factor there for me. And then his relationship with Taylor, Nolan, in a previous VIP, they coupled up like on the first night mm-hmm. and then they stayed together the whole time. So those types of couples tend to – like, for example, Dylan and Hannah, we have not seen much from them because they've been coupled up for the, you know, for the last couple of weeks. So those kind of couples tend to fade away and we don't learn as much about the characters. So he was really like – I don't know. He was really not memorable to me before, but I agree. I think he showed a lot of maturity with the Demi situation. And I think that he was really a winner out of the situation with JPJ. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I like John, but he looked so stupid and immature. And the way Derek was just like, let's talk about like, let's have a conversation. And John was just like, like would not stop yelling. It's like, he looked so bad in that. And Derek looked like a mature man, basically. (laughs) Yeah. There was definitely, you could tell who was more of an adult in that situation. Also like, I like JPJ as well, but when he did that farmer's blow where he was like all upset and he like snotted all over the beach, like, yeah. Why did they have to show that? They just, they're doing it because he's so quirky and all the time, you know, they've shown him, they've shown him puking in like four different times this season. Yeah. And they do that because it it's so like it adds to his quirk and and whatnot. And there was a quote that Tasha said. This was on Tuesday night, but she said something to the effect of that there's something wrong with him, and she kind of likes it. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was cute and and whatnot. But he definitely is like no one you've probably ever met before. You know what I mean? He's so such a unique character. Yeah, and I would we should talk more about him and Tasha too. At some yeah, point. their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to spoil? Do you want to go down the road more of what's going on with them? Well, yeah, we could. Let's do it. Okay. So what do you think of how things have blossomed 
And are you surprised at all by by their relationship? I was I was really surprised. Um, but now that they're together, I can see it. Like I could see them. Um, I could see them really working. I know that in this in the most recent episode, we see a breakup, but I think there's still hope for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we saw in the preview of the the reunion that he like gets down on one knee. Yeah, I know. I know That's kind of interesting. Something. Well, it's clear that he's head over heels for her. And I feel like I, I've always said like, you need to find somebody that makes you laugh, right? Like, yeah. I can make you laugh. That's never like looks might fade or whatever. But that ability to like make a girl laugh, I feel like he does that for her. And like, even who was it that said, that they've never seen Tasha laugh more than when she's with yeah. AJ. And I'm like, oh, I don't, man, it's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, it was someone, I think it might have been Sydney. I don't, it was someone who's like seen Tasha like in Colton season and whatnot, like someone who knew her. And I do remember right. them saying that. It was really sweet. Well, and I feel like Tasha is a very mature person and she's very like accomplished and sure of herself. And I think she needs somebody like JPJ that is just kind of go with the flow and goofy because she doesn't want to date somebody else that's exactly like her i mean i think she'd be bored yeah that's just my take on it i I think they're really cute together do i think jpj was smart in how he handled the whole Derek thing no but again i try to like put myself in their place like they're basically prisoners on this beach for how many weeks at this point they're probably going a little stir crazy so yeah i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so many more layers than I think. Like we, we've seen yeah. some of those, but I think that there's more to him than meets the eye, too. Yeah, I also my thought with them is that there might be a little bit of Carly and Evan type thing going on because Evan was all in on Carly, and Carly was like not about. She was like trying to dump him basically, and. It took her a while to catch up, but then when she did catch up, they are obviously so happy. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's true. I think that I think that she, like I think that JPJ is a little bit further along than her, but I do think it's coming for her. I just don't think she's like there yet. Yeah, yeah. Which, what did you think of him taking the prom? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was the sweetest thing ever, especially because he like remembered that she said that she didn't go to her prom. You know what I mean? Yeah, he took something that was a small detail in a conversation and turned it into something really, really romantic. And I think that, I mean, that shows again, like another one of his layers. He's not just this like bro. He actually, you know, is a, has a sensitive side. Yeah. PSA, guys. Girls love that shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> any male that's listening girls love that shit when you take little details and make it into something romantic there you yep. go yep Game there's advice. nothing sexier than a guy that listens and makes you laugh and he's checking so both true. of those boxes for her so hopefully it works yeah i hope they work out and she's like i think she's reaching a new level of like lightness too because she her whole drawing him like jack and um rose from the titanic was the funniest thing yeah <laughs> what did you think of his denim speedo oh my gosh i love how he explained that there's different speedos for different situations yeah. <laughs> like, that's great <laughs> oh. yeah but i thought that was really cute so i think he's bringing that playfulness out in her okay sorry my cat was trying to kill me again okay i'm good <laughs> oh my i just think he's bringing out a new kind of playfulness in her that i really like yeah yeah i think that 
uh, I don't know. I'm rooting for them. Me too. I'm rooting for them too. I understand the decision and I can see that Tasha's not quite there yet, but I think she'll yeah. get there. Another couple. Speaking of people, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, you had a segue. You can go. Speaking of people who are trying to get there, let's talk about Blake's all of a sudden, like, Oh my gosh, that's the, I don't that know. is exactly where I was going to go with this. So you read my mind. His, has come to Jesus that Christina is the woman of his dreams and that he, she's been in front of him all along and all his like deep philosophical, like, let's just unpack it right now. So what are your thoughts when Blake is just like, Oh my gosh, it's Christina. It's always been Christina. Oh my gosh. That was like literally what I did. I was like, go home. Yeah. Go home, Blake. Like that was so forced and just weird. And he's got, so many issues that he needs to work out before he can be in any sort of relationship. I I hope he's learned from this. And today he posted something on Twitter about how he's learned from it. And I hope that that's not just something he's saying. I hope he really did learn from it because I think at his core, he's a, I think he's a good and decent person. I just think he like let the attention get the most of him and let his good edit get the most of him and took advantage of it. And so I hope he's learned a lesson and I hope he like doesn't act the same way in the future. But I also, I liked that Christina was like, I really don't think this is going to work. You know what I mean? Like he was mm-hmm. all ready to get serious and she was like, no, like I don't, I don't see this with you anymore because like of everything You're that's happening. Yeah. It hasn't really even been that much time. Like that's, what's funny to me is like, Blake's having this epiphany, but it's literally only been like a week or two since all of this stuff came out really. I mean, oh, yeah. a couple more weeks than that, but I had a theory that they, that Blake and Christina kind of were in on it together and they just wanted a vacation. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I found out something and I didn't realize this, but when you go on bachelor in paradise, you get paid to go on bachelor. In paradise. And yeah. so for me, especially like if you're an alum, then you make more, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Christina yeah. having been on a couple of different seasons to me, like, and, and they get paid the lot, they get, paid more the longer they stay so to me you know that really makes me question her motivation too like the whole friendship bros thing and yeah yeah so I I don't know I lost a little bit of respect for her which sucks because I really like Christina yeah so I think so winner Christina winner or loser for this season in my book she is a loser because I felt the same way I loved her story I think she's very beautiful and she has yeah has a really unique story and she definitely came out smelling like roses after the thing with Blake and I'm sorry with um, Dean a couple seasons ago in paradise she came out looking so good and he came out looking like trash but she looked she came off looking really like I don't know vindictive and like just really calculated and really like mean. and she was so mean to some of the younger girls the way she like I don't know I don't know She, she I don't think she came off good she was a loser for me this year yeah, I don't think she did herself any favors. Yeah. But again, yeah. hopefully she learned. But I don't know. I don't do you think she'll be back? I hope not. I think she needs to go off into the sunset and just do her fab fit fun boxes and like be good with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of these people, when they hang on too long, you start to lose respect for them. So like if Becca Tilly came back to paradise, I'd be like, girl, no, like just, yeah. just you know what I mean? Yeah. I like Becca, but it's been so long. She's been in the, it's like, no, like your time is, is over. Like you have enough of a platform, like do something else. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. But. 
Um, so yes, for anyone who doesn't know, you do get paid to go on these shows. You you don't get paid as much when you're in on VIP, but like for example, the lead to go on Bachelor, to be the lead in the Bachelor or the lead in the Bachelorette, you do get paid. Like that's part of it is there's like a contract negotiation. And you get paid more for that than you do for just going on VIP. But you do get paid to go on VIP. I did not know that you get paid more the longer you're there. Yeah, I read that on... Well, I read it on a site somewhere. So I don't know how factual that is. But to me, it explained some of the motivations for some of these people that didn't make sense to me. Like, for example, the friendship rose thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do... I do think that everything you read on the internet is true. So, I mean, I, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. Um, so we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, so at the end of, you know, the season on, or the, I'm sorry, the episode on Tuesday, we see that Dean comes back and they made, what did you think about the really dramatic montage of him shaving his mustache? <laughs> Um, it was the most tragic thing I've ever seen, first of all. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Did you like um, how dramatic they made it, though? How um, they, like, showed him, like... Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. I Again, it was that, like... This was the same episode where they had that cheesy montage, so I feel like whoever was editing this episode was just, like, having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think about Dean comes back and kind of has this soliloquy to Caitlin about how he is in the past run away from things that are good for him and he doesn't want to do that anymore. And he would like to uh, be with Caitlin and try this, but he wants her to he wants to leave with her. And I have more respect for him for wanting to leave with her than being like, let's let me come back and we can be in front of the cameras again. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I have more respect that he was like, let's leave together and try this in real life. Yeah, I thought that was good. And I thought it was interesting because it's kind of the opposite of what happened with Demi and Christian where yes. she showed up like like because we were talking about that in a couple episodes ago. Like it made more it would make more sense for Dean to come back and stay than it did for Christian to show up and stay. But yeah. all that aside, I think that I I actually like I like mature Dean. I thought yeah. that he handled that. I don't know. I don't I, I thought it was cute and clearly he knows he has issues and he's trying to work on them. I could tell that Kaylin was loving every moment of it. Yeah. <laughs> she kept saying, like, at one point she was like, oh, this is wild. And I'm like, oh, that's translation. The translation for that is, woohoo, this is great for my Instagram career because yeah. it's like, oh, more drama. I don't know. She just seems like one of those people. But I, as you know, I've not been impressed with her this season either. Yeah. But, um, so, Dean, winner or loser this year? Coming out, you know, with plus points or minus points? I would say with plus, winner. Okay. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree with you. He had such a bad showing when he messed with the whole Christina and D'Lo love triangle. He came out looking like a huge fuckboy. Mm-hmm. And he he did really seem more mature. And like the whole thing with Blake, he was kind of he would do some ITMs where he was shaking his head and he was like, yeah, Blake's in a pickle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope Blake is taking notes because this is what he needs to do next. I know. Come back. I mean, yeah. Blake, the Blake is set up for a comeback. So, yeah. I mean, he almost, like, has to come back. Everybody loves a comeback story, comeback. too. And Dean is definitely a comeback story. So, I'm definitely um, – I would say – I've always liked Dean. I've always thought he was interesting. And yeah. I I know. I hope they make it work. Yeah. 
What did you think about her choosing to go with Dean rather than Connor? Were you surprised by that? I wasn't just because the Connor thing was so quick. I mean, she met him the day after, like not even like 12 hours after she and Dean had broken up. And then all of a sudden she's head over heels. And Connor to me just seems kind of like, well, he's got that that voice that's just kind of like, oh, duh, you know. And I, I'm not real impressed with Connor. He was the one that left the sticky notes for Hannah, if you remember. And I really thought yes. that was sweet. But to me, he doesn't have, he doesn't seem like a super deep person. And I feel like Kaylin's somebody that needs somebody with a little bit of drama involved. Yeah, she likes the drama for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. He sounds like the turtle from Finding Nemo. Yeah, I've seen so many um, comparisons and it's so true. Oh my gosh, he does sound like it. And I don't I don't want to, which he's from Minnesota or Michigan. So how did he, like, where did you get your bro voice from? Like such like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. When I had a couple of glasses of wine in me, I could do his voice, but I'm not going to try and do it now. But oh my God. So maybe like there's some Midwestern connection. I'm not sure. <laughs> Midwestern bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk some about I want to talk some actually about Demi and Christian's relationship and how we have kind of seen it progress. So the first couple of episodes after she decided to be there, they kind of faded into the background and we didn't see much or hear much of their relationship. But recently and in this week, Monday and Tuesday, we got some insight. And I really, I liked this, honestly. I'm I'm not crazy about Christian staying there and their relationship being, you know, I'm, I do think that they probably just should have left. But we see Demi really struggle with being openly, you know, gay. And she talks about that, how she loves Christian and she wants to be with her, but it's still hard for her and weird for her. You know what I mean? And I think that's a really real feeling. And I, I think the bravery that Demi showed um, in talking about that and she was crying. And I mean, I felt for her and I'm glad it's nice to see that played out on TV. Cause I know people have that problem. Yeah, no, I, I don't doubt that. I mean, obviously I can't imagine what that must be like and that has had to have been so hard for her. I think where my issue comes from with that like whole thing was, was the fact that, you know, it seemed kind of forced the fact that she yeah. stayed and then they're it's like they're setting up for this kind of like scenario to play out because then they seem progressive or whatever yeah. um and i don't know demi is demi is like a question mark for me still because i want to believe her and i want to like feel that she's being authentic but there's like some sometimes like she does things and I don't see the steps that lead up to like that thought process or that action and I'm sure that some of that's editing but like there are some things that she was saying like the the PDA thing and she's just not into PDA at all and it's not anything with you know being with another woman it's with anybody but then just a few weeks ago, she was making out with Derek in the hot tub in front of everybody and the cameras. So I don't know if she's not being entirely honest with herself sometimes or I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think their whole relationship, um, I I think ABC 
is, you know, milking it, basically. I think that they're trying to get the most out of it that they can. It feels dirty Um, to me. It feels like they are, like, exploiting them, kind of. I think that's that's why it makes me, like, uncomfortable because it's, like – to me, like I'm, I'm happy for them, and I, and I really hope they can make it work. And I, I don't doubt that. I mean, what they're going through, especially like Demi, this being our first like out relationship, is going through a lot. But it just feels, I feel like I'm violating their privacy almost. It's, yeah, it's, there's something about the way that ABC is presenting it that just makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I see what you mean. Also, at the same point in time, though, they've signed up for this and they're subjected themselves to it. But I do see right. what you mean. And I do think that ABC has uh, ramped this up a little bit to try and get what yeah. they can out and, of and it. And this but... isn't the first relationship where I felt like that either. So it's, I don't think it's yeah. like the, you know, the same sex thing. I think it's just like the the way that it's played out on TV, it just or been edited. It just seems really forced sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's it's been really interesting to hear them, you know, Demi talk about her feelings of, you know, being out and things like that, still struggling with that. And then also, you know, Christian has obviously been out for longer. Mm-hmm. So I really like her. She seems really I do too. She's so normal. She's too, she's too normal for the show. Like yeah, I think she's really good for Demi, though, because, I mean, I think they complement each other very well. I think so, too. I do like her. And I think, although she's like the awkward stepchild of Bachelor Nation, she, yeah. I think she's been she's been good. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. you can tell she's not someone who like just did this because she's like saw like a creep way to creep into fame, which her Instagram and Twitter has grown a lot. Um, you know, I don't get that vibe from her at all. No, me either. And I guess time will tell, but I, I don't either. Yeah. I think she's the real deal. I agree. Yeah. Let's talk time about Katie and Chris, because we haven't talked much about them. What is your take on their relationship and Chris's kind of unsureness? I love Katie and Chris. Um, I think Katie is gorgeous. I think she's the prettiest one there, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's beautiful. Um, I think Chris is a good fit for her because, you know, he is older. He's, like, got that um, perspective of this franchise. And I feel like they work really well together. Um, but I also feel like their relationship is not as far along as some of the others. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm really hoping that they can get there because I think they're great. I think that um, I think Chris has a hard time communicating, and I, actually, I think they both do because I think we've we've seen that, and I think they're working on it together, which is great. I saw that mm-hmm. um, Chris had tweeted something because yesterday was uh, September 10th, which was um, Suicide Awareness Day or something, something oh. like that. And he had tweeted something like he's dealt with issues like that in the past. So I feel like he maybe has some, um, I don't want to say skeletons, that's not the right word, but some some dark parts of his past that maybe make it a little bit more difficult for him to um, open up maybe. Yeah. I think that Chris, I've, Chris is for me a big winner of this season. He's been around on a lot of seasons and he's looked like an ass clown in some of those seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has come out in this season as a big winner and I think he looks way more mature and you can tell he's struggling a lot with what decision to do and you can tell he likes Katie, but 
he can, he, I think he's really struggling because he's taking this seriously. So part of me is like, dude, stop second guessing your choices. But then the other part of me is like, but he's doing that because he's, I can tell he's taking this seriously and he wants to do it right. You know what I mean? He wants to be in that relationship. And I think he's second guessing himself because he has been on this show so many times and not made the right decision. Yeah. I mean, he literally came out of retirement <laughs> quote unquote, yeah. to do this show. So I, I think that's really, um, I think that's a really good synopsis of it. Actually. I, yeah. I have really liked him for the comedic relief too. Not like him specifically, but the taglines that they put under his name. Um, there oh was gosh, one on, on Monday that was literally every season ever. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Uh, there was but, one too, that was, um, under his tagline. It said, hoping this is it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he he's been a good. I, I think the cast has been very well balanced this season because yeah. you, you do have that mature presence, and then you also have a lot of like goofy people, and then you've got the dramatic yeah. people, and then you've got the level headed people, and it's been a really interesting dynamic. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. They have to balance things out and they have to bring the right people in at the right time. And speaking of that, what did you think about Connor? This whole thing with Whitney and him there. What did you think about them setting? Obviously, they set up the cars going past each other the other way. You know what I mean? Like they did this on purpose. Yeah. I know Whitney, they knew Connor wanted to leave. They knew that Whitney was coming like 20 minutes later. So that's all very contrived. But what did you think about them like getting to meet up and, you know, spend some time together? I thought it was kind of lame and we didn't get to see it play <laughs> out. <laughs> But okay, and the the first thing that popped into my head was so when Kaylin left with Dean to go live in a van, Connor was all broken up, right? But then when they're teasing Whitney coming, he's like, "Well, I really wanted to meet Whitney because we hit it off at the wedding and blah blah blah." Whitney, 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 and I'm like, "Okay, well, you just told Kaylin that you were crazy for her, so were the the whole time that you were with her, were you thinking about?" Whitney then because that's what it sounds like so it just seemed kind of dumb and like if he really felt that way I I just think it's weird that they wait for them to come to paradise like Connor could have left and he could have picked up his cell phone and said hey Whitney want to go on a date you know (laughs) like yeah you weren't even gonna meet on the beach at this point in the show so I don't know why they even show that whole hotel thing I don't get it yeah, I don't know. I I don't why know why they do the What's that? Why was he even in a hotel? I didn't get that. Um, like, was he waiting for, like, his flight was yeah. two hours later or something? Okay. I guess Yeah, as far as I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they they have to, like, wait a little bit before they get a fl- They can't just, like, leave and fly out 10 minutes later, so. Yeah, um, I guess that makes sense. I want to mention something that you said that I missed. You saw a plant-based burger ad during the um, the show? Yeah, it was – I'd never heard of this brand before. It's called Light Life, unless I yeah. cut it wrong. But, um, yeah, because, like, okay, so I normally don't watch the commercials – I'll usually like, usually I'm like out biking or whatever and Brad will pause it for me and we don't have TiVo or anything. So, or DVR or anything fancy, like, but anyway, so I'll fast forward through the commercials. Right. But I couldn't do that. Cause I started watching at the normal time. And then I see this ad and they're like starting to grill some like meat 
looking things. And I'm like, oh, because every time I see a commercial like that, I want to vomit. So, yeah. but then I got really excited because it turned out it was for a plant-based burger. Woohoo! There you go. It's going mainstream. I love it. I do love it. That's good to see. Yeah. I want to ask your opinion. <laughs> Let's talk about Luke S. and how he left the show. <laughs> awkward. Just awkward. He is an awkward person. I loved how Haley said um, that Nick Vile is way hotter than him. Well, she said... <laughs> First, she said he's a poor man's Nick Vial. Yeah. And then she said, and I've met Nick Vial, and he's way hotter than him. <laughs> I love Haley's, like, honesty. You know what I mean? She has, like, no filter. So I love that. Yeah. She definitely uh, adds some spice to the show, that's for sure. And she's um, not wrong. So, I mean, no, let's just leave it at that. No, that's true. I, I don't know what Luke S. expected to happen, honestly. Um, yeah. He seems kind of like, I don't know, not very likable sometimes. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with him, but it was pretty awkward. He offered his rose to Brie. She was like, no, no, thank you. And then I thought it was awkward that Chris Harrison came up and was like, does anyone else want Luke S.'s rose? Yeah, I'm like, like no. don't you think it would be it would be better to be like, Luke, is there anyone else you'd like to offer your rose to? But instead he was like, does anyone else want Luke's rose? And no one. It was like crickets. I know. I felt kind of bad for him, but oh my gosh, it was so awkward. Yeah, it was kind of funny too. So, oh, I mean, yeah, it was really funny. I don't know. I'm not. I don't really like care either way about Lucas. So I know there was a whole yeah. thing with his tequila or whatever, but yeah. he was just promoting his tequila brand. But I don't know. Whatever. I don't even whatever. think he has a tequila brand. Yeah. I don't think so. I've heard nothing about it except for like the references to the fact that he's allegedly promoting it, but I've never heard anything about it. So he's not doing yeah. a very good job if that's his goal. Yeah, very true. Very true. Let's talk some about my least favorite couple. Let's talk about Nicole and Clay. <laughs> what do you think? What they're are your my initial second least favorite? My least favorite is Dylan and Hannah. I just don't like them. Oh, see, they're not my least favorite. They're They're boring at this point, but I do think that they're into each other but okay yeah, Nicole and Clay, let's talk about them thoughts I don't think that they're gonna work I mean clearly Clay's got a lot of issues and the whole Angela being there thing and the fact that they haven't said I love you and I I always like get so confused about why that's such a big deal and maybe it's just me and like I was lucky and like my you know I'm married but like I've never had that like issue with saying I love you to somebody yeah. and like in every show you watch and every movie and on bachelor in paradise, it's like a big thing all the time. And I don't get it. Like you've been making out with this guy for how many weeks now? Like really? Yeah. I don't know. It's just maybe I'm old fashioned. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I also agree that they're, I, I I'm so sick of Nicole. She has been a big loser for me. Her and, I, I was so like vanilla about her with um, when she was in Colton season, it was just kind of whatever. She was always crying and I just didn't think that much of her, but I really didn't like how mean she was, how mean girl is she was to Angela when Angela came to the beach, her right. imitation. I forgot about like, that. Like talking yeah. behind her back and like doing imitations of her, which is so junior high and adult, like adult bullying is a thing and I'm not okay with that. So I, that was really bad. And 
she was really just, Angela didn't do anything. She was just projecting her insecurities onto Angela. But, mm-hmm. and I just find her so an- annoying. I don't know. I'm just so, I, oh, I'm just so sick of her. I can't do it. And then Clay has the same look on his face, whether he's saying like something good and important or whether he's saying something bad, like the look on his face and the tone in his voice does not change. Yeah, I agree. I feel oh, this is kind of mean, but he played football, right? Yeah. I think sometimes he got hit in the head too many times because he's just, or he's just a simple guy. I don't know. That's fine too. I mean, some women like that, but for me, he's just, I don't, I don't know. And he was talking about like going to the gym for four hours and oh to God, me, that like, right. I just, I don't, I don't think that outside of paradise, they have a lot going for them. I, I don't think so either. I don't see it. I think Nicole is really reaching. She told him at their date that she was can, she was starting to fall. She was continuing to fall for him. And then there was like a silence and she asked him, do you think you're falling? And it was like, well, if he's not offering that information up, it's probably not a good sign. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So I'm just like so over them. Nicole's a big loser for me this season. I've I've heard Clay is like the nicest guy. So I think he's a nice guy. I just don't know that um, he's, you know what I mean? So I can't say that I don't like him. I just don't know. There's been times when I've like, I'm like, why does he like her? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's very nice. But again, like doesn't really bring anything to the show for me. Exactly. So we will see how that goes. As of right now, the last couples are, who do we have? We have Dylan and Hannah, which we didn't even really talk about them, but you said you're not a big fan of them. They're boring and whatnot. And I know you're not a big fan of Hannah G. I'm not a big fan of Hannah G. So I guess I have a hard time. And I feel like Dylan's just super clingy and I don't know. It's not the type of relationship that I would want, but they seem very happy. So good on them, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. That's fine. But so mm-hmm. left, we have Dylan and Hannah left. We have Demi and Christian. We have Clay and Nicole. And then who's our last? Oh, a Chris and Chris. Yeah. Katie and Chris. Out of that, who's your favorite? And who do you think has the most possibility for real life success? Oh, um, my favorite's Katie and Chris. I, just, I don't know why. Just, there's something about them that I like. And as far as having like real life success, though, I, I think Dylan and Hannah probably have the best shot, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have to echo what you're saying. I think that I do love Demi and um, Christian, and I wish them all the best. Clay and Nicole, I, I don't see that working out outside of paradise. Um, I do think Dylan and Hannah, I mean, it's not a secret. Reality Steve posted tweets the other day of them. Um, on the beach in San Diego, I think it was. Oh so yeah. They're obviously, um, still, you know, whether they're engaged or not, you know, we don't, we don't know, but, um, they were on the beach in San Diego spending time together. So they are at least still dating. Um, and I do, I do think that their stuff translates best to the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So we will see. Let's talk about other, um, bachelor news in bachelor nation number one kevin and astrid who were a fan favorite from vip last year got engaged yeah congrats to them i thought they were so cute and like i follow them i follow them since the show and i just think that they really vibe well together yeah they were a fan favorite for me last year the picture of him proposing uh it looked really sweet 
Yes, it was really sweet. He posted like how he did it um, on his Instagram stories. He posted a video. He took a video the day that he was doing it, but he didn't post it until later. You know what I mean? But he mm-hmm. had the date on it when so we could see when it was. So that was cute. We got to see he was like, this is the day I'm going to propose to Astrid. And so that was cute. And I think that they are really compatible. I just think they're a great couple. I'm not surprised. Yeah. In other Bachelor Nation news, which I don't even know if we can consider him Bachelor Nation anymore because he's just like transcended Bachelor Nation. But (laughs) I saw the first photographs of Tyler C. and Gigi Hadid having some PDA was um, were, you know, there were photos of that. He went to Europe to be with her at her grandma's funeral and he had his arm around her. They were walking together. And what did you think of that? What did you think about their first official? I mean, this is like solidifying everything we already were suspecting. Yeah, I think they're really cute together. And uh, like I've said before, I mean, good for him. I think that I the fact that it was at her grandma's funeral and there's paparazzi, that kind of like whole lifestyle just blows my mind. But, you know, separating that whole element, I think that they look damn good together. And if they end up having babies, those are going to be the cutest babies ever. So yeah, for sure. For I also think, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I think it's going to be telling with for anyone. <laughs> I I know this stuff because I'm into pop culture. But for anyone who doesn't know, New York Fashion Week is you know going on in New York, and then the even bigger fashion weeks, which happen in the fall, are Paris and Milan. And Gigi will most definitely probably be walking in those fashion weeks. So it will be interesting to see if Tyler, if he is spotted in Europe in the next month or so, because September is a huge month for fashion. You know, the September. September issue for Vogue is the biggest one and the most, you know, getting the September cover of Vogue is like the most biggest honor in fashion. So this will be a big month. It'll be interesting to see how much he like kind of goes with her or if he's walking in some shows as well, because he's also a model. Oh, yeah. Good point. Do you think like there have been like some theories that, you know, he's doing this first career, but like, I don't think so. I think that is legit. He I I I have to root for love. Yes. So granted, this is all speculation, but I think he's a really genuine person and he comes off as really genuine. I don't think he's the type of person that would fake something. And he, I mean, I don't think, I mean, okay, so this helps his status because she's a bona fide celebrity, like A-list celebrity. But I mean, he's got over 2 million followers on Instagram, even without her, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. he doesn't necessarily like, and he's a successful model without her, you know, like he is, he doesn't like she adds to him, but she's not making him by any means. Like he's got enough of his other stuff going on. It's not like, it's not like he started dating her and all of a sudden he was a model. Like he had been a model before and is very successful at it. So yeah, that's so true. I, I think they're so cool together and I'm really happy for him. Like there's so people that are mad at him for not going with Hannah more. And I'm like, Hannah dumped him. She had her chance. I agree with you. Let's talk some about Hannah. It's not on our list, but I want to talk about it because you and I have had similar thoughts about her lately. And I want to talk about it because you, you, you just lay the groundwork. Well, she's annoying me. (laughs) There you have it. That's all. (laughs) It's weird because you and I, you and I are both very pro Hannah. I was, I was really in love with her during her season. I think she looked, she came off looking amazing and, you know what I mean? But oh yeah, we were like talking been, about sorry. No, she so, I think she's been trying. She it seems like she's been trying really hard lately. 
Yeah. So like um, before the show started, before she was the star of The Bachelorette, she was kind of annoying, right? But, you know, obviously like we are a cheerleader for other women. So we're like, all right, we'll see how our season plays out. And turns out she was like totally amazing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she was a champion of women and she was like very, um, I mean, yeah, the whole Luke P thing was annoying. But I mean, overall, I felt like she was a very real bachelorette and I was not annoyed with her anymore. And now since the show has been over, it does seem like she's just trying so hard to hang on to those 15 minutes and it's just, she's going back into her kind of like annoying self. And so part of me wonders if she's always, you know, just if it was the edit that she got on bachelorette, I really, really like want her to be the person that I really liked during the bachelorette, but maybe she is just kind of annoying. I feel like here's what I think is maybe happening. And this is just occurring to me. So she's always said that she is insecure, right? Yes. And she went on The Bachelorette, and you could tell that she really came into her own, that she gained a lot of confidence and a lot of um, just, like, self-love through that whole process, which was amazing to watch. And Mm -hmm. I think every woman can relate to that. So as far as that goes, that was really awesome. But now that the show's over, and because of how it ended with the whole Jed nonsense and all the flack from the Luke P stuff, and then Tyler, you know, they got a drink, which was sweet, but, like he's dating the supermodel now that if I were in her shoes, that would make me really um, revert to old habits of insecurity. Mm. Yes. Maybe wow, that's, that's happening. I, that's I, hope a good not. I hope she realizes that she didn't just like throw away everything that she accomplished, but it, it would be hard. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I, I definitely agree with that. And I'm going to echo your thoughts that I think she really shined in the bachelorette season. And I think she was probably the best bachelor we've ever had bachelorette. I'm sorry that we've ever had. Oh, yeah, hands um, down. yeah. And I loved her authenticity and I, yeah, I loved watching her grow into her own, but her social media, um, you know, I follow her on Instagram and her stories sometimes and some other things. She really, I agree. It, it just feels like she's trying too much. And I don't know too. My thought was that, um, you know, Tyler, became like the runaway favorite of this whole thing. And now with him dating Gigi, he's been in the press even more. So my thought is, you know, maybe she's trying to keep up like, okay, they're not together, but she just wants to make sure that like, she wants to stay relevant enough for people to know, like, no, like he wasn't the lead. Like I was the lead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I don't know. I maybe that's not petty. Even... No, I, I don't think, I think that could very well be the case. And if she is, if that is what's happening, I don't know that she's consciously doing it either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very know. true. We just we we love you, Hannah, but we just want you to go back to being Alabama. The other thing is too, she changed her Instagram handle. She's not Alabama Hannah anymore. She's Hannah Brown. Oh really? I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's like she like graduated. She's like too cool. Like I love the fact that she was Alabama Hannah. Like she yeah. doesn't feel like Alabama Hannah anymore to me. Oh, that's really sad. That actually like makes me really sad. I know. Just further what? proof that I think she's trying to be cool. Like, What do you think about her going on Dancing with the Stars? I know that's a fairly common um, thing after Bachelor, Bachelorette. But. Yeah, so I'm not surprised um, because of how successful her season was and how much America loved her. I do think it's kind of a no-brainer for ABC to then pull her over and, you know, try and get some of theirs you know, those, and we see that with how they're programming the thing. So the bachelor reunion VIP reunion is on Tuesday. Dancing with the stars oh. is on Monday. You know, that they're trying oh, to get. Some of those, yeah. 
you know they're trying to get some of those Bachelor fans to come over and watch Dancing with the Stars to you know yeah. see Hannah. And um, the fact that they have not promoted that it's on Tuesday yeah. night, like it's not like I had to look in multiple places before I could figure out where, when the hell that episode was going to air. And yeah. then when I found out Dancing with the Stars was Monday, I'm like, oh, that is dirty ABC. You're being yeah. bad. Yeah, so you can tell they're, I, I mean, I think they're trying to capitalize on her and part of me doesn't blame her. And then part of me is like, yeah, she's probably like loving it and probably trying to like, you know, just get as much as she can out of it. So yeah, and she's also in the running to like be voted best reality star or something, right? With is it E? People's That's Choice Green? Awards, yeah. Oh, People's Choice Awards. So and I know that Tyler is in the running for that too. Yeah. So that's, you know, that could be fueling a little bit of the fire. You never know. You just never know. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. So we have a couple more things on our other subjects list. I'm going to let you pick why I think we have time to talk about one of them. What do you want to talk about, Brie? Um, let's see. I want to do a plug for um, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, I hope I'm saying her name right. So I don't know if you know anything about her, but basically she is a teenager from Great Britain and she is a climate activist. So she's like, basically she sailed from England to New York on like, what what do they call it? Um, Well, it's a boat, but it doesn't have like any um, impact on the environment. Like everything was recycled. Kind of, I forget what it was called. It's some special thing. But anyway, basically, like, everything she does is very earth-friendly, and she's speaking to, like, people while she's here about how and how much danger our planet is. And I just wanted to give her a shout-out because she is, like, 14 years old or something, and she is, like, basically getting these politicians to finally listen to the fact that we're not going to have a globe in 20 years if we don't make changes. So yeah, I think that's, that's really badass. That's a testament to that. You don't like at any age, no matter where you are, you can make a difference. You just have to, you know, have the gumption to do it. And that's really cool. Yeah. So I just heard now in we New can York in the show notes. Do I? Ha- uh, yeah, I can. I will find one because why don't you dig uh, up a cool article and we'll link to a couple of them in the show notes so that people who aren't familiar with her can yeah. become acquainted with her. Well, and and the reason that like I really think it's just pivotal to bring her up right now is because and uh, this was another one of my subjects, but I'm not going to go like off on it like I wanted to, I guess. But um, the you know the Amazon rainforest burning, yeah. like everyone is. <laughs> it's funny. I saw something that was like. Um, it was a joke, obviously, but it was like, oh, I changed my profile picture to a photo of the Amazon rainforest burning. So now I'm changing the world. It's like, no, yeah. just changing your Facebook picture isn't going to do anything. You have to actually like do something. <laughs> yeah. You have to change your actions. Yes. So anyway, she's somebody that's doing that. She's super young, um, very well respected. And obviously like being her age, it's crazy. So, oh, she's from Sweden. Why did I think she was oh. from Great Britain? She's sailed. I don't know where the heck. I will find an article on her though, because she's very cool. Okay, great. Oh, here, here's her TED talk. Oh, she has a TED talk naturally. <laughs> well, I'll send you that because that was how I first heard of her. So, oh my gosh, anyway. so cool. Yeah, I think I have heard of her, but 
just in passing. So I'm glad that you're bringing her up to the forefront. And Amazon burning, as you mentioned, is just horrible. That provides so much of the oxygen that we breathe. And, mm-hmm. you know, we need trees to live and things like that are devastating. And it's animal agriculture that's killing it. So, yeah. What do you need? <laughs> yeah. So mind your consumption. It, It's true. I'm not one to force my beliefs on anyone, but I... I just, I tell people, I'm like, if you cut down, if you, you don't even have to stop eating meat. If you just cut down, if everyone just cut down, the collective, like, gain from it would be so tremendous, you know, right. in terms of, like, animal lives lost and... It's like um, that where it's like, um, oh, it's only one straw, said so 7 billion people. Yes. Yeah, it's the same concept. I I tell people, I'm like, I've made this commitment because it's what I believe in and it's something I feel strongly for, but you don't have to. Just be a little more mindful about, you know, maybe you do two two to three days a week with, you know, go meat free or you guys make, there's so many good recipes out there where you you can get the proper nutrients. You don't need the pro, you know, the meat. Um, So it's just making a little bit of effort, honestly. Yep. Every little bit helps. Yeah, it really does. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like how we get bossy though. I'm just like, don't eat meat. I know, but it's I like, have, like zero patience today, so I'm just like, cut to the chase. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Bree. Thanks so much for joining me. This has been so different. Not being able I to know, see. Like, we're not like being able to watch your like facial reactions. I know. <laughs> yeah, That's it true. Was a little weird, but hopefully, I, hopefully, I did okay. And, um, hopefully nobody noticed really any different yeah we'll be back to normal next week don't worry Woo-hoo. our time together is too valuable to cut <laughs> it <laughs> thank you so much thank you to everyone for listening we appreciate you so much for tuning in